This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Travis. Something very cool has been happening the last few months that I am very excited to get to tell you about today. A couple of very passionate and dedicated hotel fans, Ibis and Jay, who you may remember from the We Like the Hotel podcast, have been organizing and orchestrating a 12-month hotel staff pinup calendar with community artists contributing a brand new piece for each month. This was all 100% put together by them. This is a really, really marvelous example of how amazing the hotel fandom is bringing together all these wonderful artists. Some of them are official postcard artists too, on their own time for no money, and they are giving all the proceeds to Planned Parenthood. This is really a project fueled by love and passion for this show, which is how the show got started in the first place. And donating the money to a good cause is just, like I said, top tier indication of the quality of our fans and their character. And also how badly everyone wanted to see some high-quality hotel smut. Before I tell you where you can buy one today, yes, right now these are for sale, let's give these artists some social media follows for their troubles. The ringleaders of this circus, Ibis, can be found on Twitter at IbisIbis, and Tumblr at SubsequentIbis. Jay is on Twitter at DriftingAsIce. Jay also did all the calendar graphics. Our artist, good old PK Weezing on Twitter, Funny Ariqua on Twitter and Instagram. Sorry, I said that wrong. I eat tape recorders on Tumblr. Our library postcard artist, Liavin, Lia, hmm, Liavin. Our library postcard artist, Liavin on Twitter. I'm sorry, Niall, for saying that wrong. And at Eight Feet on Tumblr, Eight FT. At Mayo Sketch on Twitter and at Mayo Dot Sketch on Insta at Red Lanterns on Tumblr. Of course, our very own Izzy, at FilthyGuts2 on Twitter. Our ship postcard artist and last year's Where the Light Gathers organizer, at Ryoshi Sasaki on Twitter and the T on Instagram. Cranboggles on Twitter. Our The Ranch artist, Parasitic underscore Saint on Twitter and Insta. The calendar cover was done by the Neighborhood Artist, at the shy reader on Twitter, Insta, and Tumblr. Each month comes with a passage written by IMRDNM on Twitter, who wrote a pretty popular manager boy fanfic, I believe. And finally, I myself contributed an introduction passage from the manager, lobby boy, owner, and hotel herself. So the only way to read that and to see this art is to buy the thing. Tis the season, so open them purse strings if you can. It is a pay what you want with a $10 minimum. This is literally the perfect gift for the hotel fan in your life, especially if you are on a budget, which, you know, who isn't? If you're not on a budget, then buy two calendars and give one of them to a hotel fan in need. Remember, it's all for a good cause, so you can be really smug about it if you do it. 
The art for this is really next level too. 18 plus people. It is tasteful, but it's still pinup. Okay, mature audiences only. Which I guess technically you should be anyway, right? If you're listening to this. Gory shit. Anyway, it's spectacular. I spent about two hours just staring at this thing when Ibis emailed it to me. It's a level of quality I very much aspire to when we start doing things like this. So many of you, <laughs> so many of you, continue to inspire me every day. You raise the bar for all of us working on the show, and especially today, the 14 of you who came together for this. Thank you so much. The website to buy is subsequentibis.gumroad. Com. I will have a link to that at the top of the show notes, as well as the spellings of all of these artists' socials. Again, I apologize to those whose names I butchered. Check our socials for links to the calendar as well. Okay, that's all I wanted to do for these announcements. Like the Can the Hotel, and thanks for listening. Look up. Look up and see. Like a star in the sky, way up high. In her room on the second story, the guest stands on nothing in the void. She shuffles quickly, escorted by the unseen hand. By the horrors that hide in the void. Her legs tremble so with delicate fear and blunt exhaustion... Across a hallway I cannot see. Her dress is soaked with sweat. And worse. Even from here I can make out the drawn expression over her hollow face. Framed by greasy, bloody hair. This woman doesn't want to come to her party. She doesn't want to dance with us. Laugh with us. She hugs herself tighter and closes her eyes when she gets on the elevator. Those horrors must be in there with her. She wouldn't really be one of us. Couldn't really be one of us. Even if... Oh. When the elevator descends... She looks like she's flying. The hotel forces the elevator down in loud, thick gulps. Each swallow brings her deeper into the belly of the beast. Closer to us. She's been on for an extended stay already, but I think tonight's her last night. The hotel wants us together for something. Or, or something is going to happen tonight. Muscle writhes beneath the sweating skin of the hotel, flickering with tense anticipation. Judy can feel it the same as us. She's not as excited as we are, but I can feel her in the elevator. Her blood is galloping through the corridors of her body. Her brain is soaked with adrenaline. Her muscles are burning jelly. 
Her heart's been pounding so loudly for so long that the only thing she knows anymore is that she isn't dead. <laughs> How foolish. <laughs> How human. <laughs> Miss Blashy descends on a beam of light, blooming with every color of the cosmos. Scared. Dying. Dirty. Her lips are dry and ragged from fire and fear. Her shoes are burnt and melted, as are her legs and arms. Here and there, thick bursts of boils line her skin under charred rips in her dress. The ironwork of her room making slow work its grisly task. The hotel takes her time when she wishes to. She's crowded in by the family of horrors that tormented her there. More of the hotel's digits finding and fiddling with her. Keeping her moving. Keeping her alert. Whistling a tune the universe kept secret for a billion years until Miss Blashy forgot every song she heard as a girl. But I believe time, tonight, will run out. Once the elevator drops her into our lobby, the countdown will begin. To what? I don't know. For what? I don't know. But ours is to serve, to please. And when the time comes... <laughs> to kill. She barks out a sharp yelp when the elevator stops with a jerk. As much as she fought to contain her shivers, she trembles at the sudden stillness. The longer nothing happens, the more she twists. Her skin bulges out where the elevator landed. The flesh there is purple and yellow with chronic bruising. Red veins burst and weave painfully in the folds and rubs the skin dry. Sierge straightens up and fixes his perfect time. Hop grins at me, bobbing herself up and down in anticipation. I hold up my palm and, with a twist, lower it slowly. She slows with my hand, restricting her bobs to simple head nods. I smile at her and step around from my desk. I put my hands behind my back and give Hop a significant look. I drift behind the others and rest my hands together behind me. Hop can barely contain herself, and Sierge is trying to control her with his eyes. He tilts his head down and looks up over his glasses, even though he isn't wearing them right now. I wonder if he knows he does that. 
The skin over the elevator peels open with a wet, tearing sound, revealing Miss Blashy and several long, fleshy individuals with knobby limbs. I wish I could tell him I noticed. Blood and stomach acid, ankle deep, drains out onto the lobby floor. Judy looks out at me, and I flash her my warmest smile. Miss Blashy seems to understand that she is no longer safer with us than with them. But she sees people instead of monsters. I hold out my hand to her. I see everything. It's New Year's Eve, Judy Blashy. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the hotel. Hey, this is Travis with a brief ad break. Thanks for listening. Now back to the hotel. Miss Blashy, please join us. She hesitates. I allow her time to accept this new situation is no different than her previous one. To understand nothing has changed for her. Hotel policy is clear on that. As she contemplates her place and her choice. Bright, colorful points of light whiz softly past and through her. Through us. And certainly, through the family of digits flanking her. She does not look at them. She keeps my eye. I nod slowly, smiling my warmest smile. She shakes her head slowly, fresh tears forming in her bloodshot eyes. Hop holds her hands out, circling them, churning them, beckoning Miss Blashy to join us as well. She closes her eyes, streaking her bloody face with raw dread. She holds her hand out to mine and steps across the threshold into the lobby. We have something special planned for you tonight, Judy. Judy looks as surprised as I do when she opens her eyes. Gone is the sweat and blood and grease. Gone are the burns and cuts and tatters. Her hair is shining and perfect. Her skin is glowing and soft. Her dress sparkles the same lightning blue as her shoes. They click against the meaty floor as she takes her last uncertain steps into death. Sierge offers her his arm. She reaches for it with a final glance back into the puckered, ragged opening of the elevator. Those funny little monsters are staring at her with big wet eyes. The grass is always greener, huh, Judy? She looks pretty. Tonight, Miss Blashy, we are having a staff-only New Year's Eve party. You are a guest of the hotel herself and are to be given the VIP treatment. Please. I lead her away, hop trailing behind, clapping her gloved hands softly. 
I do hope you've been enjoying your stay with us. Tonight we have a grand celebration in store for you. For all of us. Down here, you can see our grand ballrooms. It's starting soon. The bee and pollen room. Last year's party was held here. I heard it was a smash. Whole room was destroyed. <laughs> Glass and corpses everywhere. <laughs> the watching clock room. The banker's envy. The whale song room. <laughs> no, not those. Old rooms. Show her the new rooms. Not much fun. Hop, please. Over here are the blood and venom room. The starlight lounge and the Reaper's Envy. Tell her the best part. Tonight's party, Miss Blashy. You get to pick the room. <laughs> pick from any of these doors, and the night can begin. She doesn't scream. She doesn't panic. Her face crumbles just a little, but thoroughly. I get close enough to smell her perfume. Expensive and soft. She knows behind each door is nothing but regret and pain for anyone alive enough to enter. Pick one of the new doors, though. You may pick any door you wish, miss. Please. But midnight comes for us all. Oh, no. The Hotel was created and produced by Travis McMaster and Mark Witten. Starring Kelly Ninaltowski as the manager. Mark Witten as the lobby boy. Graham Rowett as the owner. Rissa Montanez as the bellhop. Damon Allums as the concierge, Bailey Wolf as the auditor, and Krista Lewis. Music by Lauren Picorni, West Rodri, and special guest composer Zach Tatum Drake. Produced by Pacific Obadiah.